All right, guys, what's up? We're back on Couchside Sports. What's going on, guys? WHUS Radio. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into uh, some NBA draft coverage, some winners, some losers, a lot of stuff happening in free agency. NBA Awards Night just went down. That was pretty special. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Drake was, was pretty good. good, I thought. Drake was good. That was a good decision by the NBA to get him. He was funny. He's a great entertainer. Yeah. Maybe His not so much a rapper. Like high-pitched. It's weird. Yeah, but, you know, that's what that's what it's like when you're a singer, melody guy. Yeah. That's why he gets the hits. Super light skin. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Toronto light skin. Canadian, you know? Different, like different said, breed uh, up there. I like how he said, like, everybody says I'm a bandwagon, like, fan, but I like two teams, just two teams, like Toronto and whoever's <laughs> winning at the moment. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, so first I want to talk about, before we get into the NBA coverage, we had a pretty exciting golf tournament go down a couple weeks ago in Hartford. Oh, yeah. Actually in Cromwell. Connecticut. So shout out to professional sports in Connecticut. Doesn't happen a whole lot. Right. But the Travelers Championship PGA event was going on. And they got some huge names this year. I heard there was a rule change where uh, all the guys on the tour have to play every event every four years. So they're like, hey, let's all go to the Travelers this year, knock that one out. Turned out to be a huge success. Shout out to Jordan Spieth who won the event. Oh yeah, great he's like the shot. best golfer in the in the world. So oh, definitely, one hundred percent. It's great for the Travelers Championship and uh, you know the the golf scene in Connecticut, and the, the way he won. <laughs> yeah, you know the golf scene. It's popping in Connecticut. Oh, that, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. <laughs> you got your head up in Boston, so I do. I do. With Gordon Hayward now. But yeah, even <laughs> you. You said uh, you said you're not into golf at all. Maybe when you're sixty, but even you know what happened. I My do. My guy know. pulling out from the bunker. Oh yeah, that was wild. You like that? Game winner. I like that. He sunk that. That was Game nice. winner, yeah. That was wild, man. He celebrated with his caddy after, showing him some love. Like, you carried this bag around for me this whole <laughs> day. Like, I appreciate that. That was good. He was. That was a great shot. Yeah, that was really cool, you know. And he said, uh, you know, in the press conference after, he said, I didn't call bank, I called game. <laughs> so. There we go. Yeah, that was that was great for Connecticut golf. Hopefully more big names keep coming back year after year. I actually had the pleasure of working over there a couple of days, operating the gates, oh, holding yeah. it down in the gallery. Saw some big names. Uh, couldn't couldn't ask too many adventurous questions with the you know my supervisors looking over me. But <laughs> next year maybe we'll go back, suit up, get some quotes. What do you think? I think that'd be great. I think I'm gonna try to like become a caddy. Yeah, hell yeah. Put my name in the hat. See what happens. Maybe you could just become a player, sneak in that way. Man, you never know, man. I, I know you're a talented athlete. Yeah, so. I, mean, I mean, I haven't tried my hand at that. Like, I've been yeah. in a driving range like once, and I was hitting them, so. There we go. <laughs> Maybe a career for you if, if this doesn't work out. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into the uh, NBA side of things. We had a huge NBA draft on uh, June 22nd, I believe it was. Yeah. So uh, what were your thoughts? What were some winners and losers? thought the draft was pretty good. Um, I think a uh, winner was definitely the 76ers because they got their guy. Yep. They didn't really have to give up that much. They gave up the pick this year, like the third pick, and they gave up like another future one. But, I mean, when you know who you want, you got to go get it. So. Yep. And I think Markel Fultz is going to be nice on that team. I mean, I think they've got a really good, like, young core. Joel Embiid's nice. Dario Saric should have been rookie of the year. Um, they also got uh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, yeah. I we haven't seen him play. 
I mean, like, hopefully he doesn't get hurt. It seems like a curse to be, like, drafted by the Sixers because he yeah, just got yeah. hurt that year. So Yep. Even we'll Noel, see. too. Yeah. No Noel, knows. Embiid, Simmons, all of them. So. What What are the – Um, where's Jaleel Okafor now? He's still in Philly. Like, what are they doing with him? <laughs> He's the backup. It's like, what? Like, trade him away. Get well, they, rid of him. They got rid of Noel. They don't want to get rid of both of them. I mean, that's true because you can only count Embiid for, like, 30 games, so. Yep. Until he proves otherwise. But Jill is talented. He's talented. He's just, he's like, if he, would like, played about 50 years ago, he'd be really nice. <laughs> he's got that old style of play. He doesn't really, he's awful at defense. All, absolutely atrocious. But. So is James Harden, but he's an MVP candidate. Well, yeah, but there's a, a huge difference between beard. James Harden scoring at will <laughs> and Jaleel Okafor bitching down on the block because he's not getting the ball. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know it's all perspective, I think. Yeah. Well, at least he's, <laughs> at least he, at least he seems like a team guy, and it's like whatever. I'll be a backup. I'm still yeah. getting millions. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought the Kings did a great job. The Kings had a great draft. So they got their guy De'Aaron Fox. Oh yeah. I wanted to see him get Malik Monk at ten. I um, did too. That would have been sick. That would have been really cool to see that Kentucky backcourt go into the NBA together, see what they could do. Balling in Sacramento. So I still think that, like, uh, they got uh, Justin Jackson. Yep. Who I think will be a solid like role player. I don't think he's gonna be like super special, but he can score. So he can score off the bench for you. And then Harry Giles. Great pick. Great at twenty. Pick. At twenty, yeah, definitely. At twenty, great pick. He could have went way. He could have went way higher. It's just the injury concerns. But if he's healthy. Yeah, they're that's looking at a good good three young players there. That's worth it. And then they got my guy Frank Mason. Frank Mason. I know no one in the NBA expects him to do much of anything. But he was national player of the year last year for college at Kansas. And I just love his game. You know, he's a short guy, goes out there, plays tough, gets to the rim. So I don't know, maybe he can make a lane for himself. Yeah, I mean those players that have those intangibles are always something that thing that you can't teach, like hustle, heart, knowing where to be, like Things that like are like the feel of the game, that really matters. So, when you look at a player like uh, Marcus Smart, he's not gonna light you up on the like the like hitting threes in your face all game, but he's gonna hustle and he's gonna be gritty and he's gonna get in your head. And yep. that, that that type of stuff is important. I, I feel like. Yeah, those guys can make a career in the NBA. Oh yeah, it's not a bad living either, you know. No, it's not at all. <laughs> what are the teams? What do you think about Lakers? I mean, everyone knew they were getting Lonzo Ball. Oh, of course. I mean, I think there was really nothing else for them to do there. I wouldn't take Josh Jackson because they already had Ingram, and they I like I like the way they. I feel I don't know what the Nets are doing, but I mean, they got D'Angelo Russell, so they got a nice young like point guard now. But like, yeah, but he's snitching. He is a snitch. You know, he's not like <laughs> that. He's gonna destroy that locker room. I don't really. I'm not sure about the Nets locker room. How happy could it be because they fucking suck? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, uh, they picked up Mozgov in that trade. That's garbage. Yeah, totally garbage. overpaying for Mozgov. You should have just like paid Brooke Lopez to stay. Like, but then you're not gonna have D'Angelo. But I mean, I like I like Brooke Lopez on that Lakers team. I think he's gonna do well alongside Julius Randle. Spread the floor. And Lonzo's nice. He's gonna he's gonna do well. I don't mean people are hyping up a lot though. I don't think he's gonna win Rookie of the Year. No, I don't think so either. But I mean, Magic Johnson's posting pictures on Instagram. 
with the 17 Lakers trophies, like, hey, Lonzo, can't wait to get three more with you. Like, that's too much. That's too much. Uh, Magic Johnson, I mean, he's he's a good he's a good basketball guy. He he just has too much faith, I think. I, I don't see Lonzo coming out and, like, lighting it up like LeVar says. My son's better than Steph Curry. All right. Oh, okay, LeVar. <laughs> and he just like you could Michael be Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> just like more. you could be Never Jordan. lost. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him beat Marcellus Wiley, though, on Sports Nation. Yeah, they played, like, to three. Nah. And it was on, like, a short hoop. He, like, dunked on him a couple times. Wow, I got to check that out. I have not yeah. seen that. No, I think we should get some uh, big bar brand gear up in here. I think we should. Get LeVar, some hats. If you're listening, send me a hat, man. Yeah, send me the Zotus. <laughs> That's not in my, uh, you know, financial ability to buy right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know like, what prices you're yeah. doing. Cause... 500 bucks is... It's not even like both shoes. I feel like you get one shoe for five hundred. <laughs> you gonna pay that man five hundred? Send you one shoe. I, it, and he's charging more than like the Jordan brand for like a T-shirt and like stuff like that. Like, what what am I gonna do with my money? Like, am I gonna go be like, I really want the big baller brand <laughs> shirt. I'm sorry, I don't need the Jordan. Like, no, come on, dude. If you're gonna do that, like, all right, make it a little bit cheaper. I mean, I respect the guy for trying to make a business out of it. You know. I mean, he's just—he's just capitalizing on his sons. Yeah, I don't like that part of it. Like Lonzo's like, doing all the work, and Lavar's exactly. And he's then he a comes bigger out. name. Lavar is a bigger name than Lonzo. <laughs> That's a fact. More people know him. They got their own reality show. I think it's gonna be on like Pretty Facebook much. or something. Yeah, They're like the Kardashians of the NBA. Oh yeah. That's oh god. That's awful. I hate yep. that. I hate, I don't like the Kardashians <laughs> at all. They're they're ugh. What I don't know, man. I feel like. After he said that his middle son isn't going to make it to the NBA, I'm just like, wow. That was savage, though. I'm like, wow. Hey, man, Leangelo, I don't think he's cut out for this shit. You know? <laughs> he's, like, like, yeah, he's like, he's not making it. <laughs> and you like, got to know, three. you got to know, you got to put it in perspective. Like, if he says that Lonzo is better than Steph Curry and he's, like, the best player of all time, you know he's, like, amping all his guys up. So to say Leangelo's not even making the league. <laughs> exactly. And you what? know he's over-exaggerating it. Like, <laughs> damn, he must think low of his son. I know. We'll see how he does at UCLA, but... Yeah, I don't know if he's going to get too much minutes. I think LaMelo's going to be the best one of the three. No. Yes. Nah, he's overhyped. Nah, man. He's nah. Like, what is he, like 14, 15 years old, man? He's like a sophomore in high school. I don't know yeah. what age he is, but... Nah. I mean, like, it's always the youngest, though, man. He's learning from his brothers. He's got a good shot. I, I don't mean, think he'll be much. We'll see. Who knows? He was, like, starting varsity, like, out there for Chino Hills when he was, like, a freshman. Yeah, he scored. I don't know if you saw, but he scored like ninety points in one game. Well, he was cherry picking that exactly whole time, though. Man. Like he didn't do nothing in that game really. Yeah, he made a few big shots. He had nice finishes around the rim, but yeah, when you, I mean, he's basically playing wide receiver with no safety. Like, <laughs> he chucks too. I watched his highlights and he just chucks. And it's like air ball, like brick. Finally, he makes one. Like yeah. he'll just be chucking all night. And Lavar's like, keep shooting, keep shooting. Like yeah, yeah. If you saw in there. Uh, State tournament. It was like the quarterfinal or semifinal. I mean, they got blown out. They got smoked. He couldn't yeah. compete. So, you know, he's got two more years. And you know he's going to UCLA. No, they're all going to UCLA. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I still think he's going to be the best one. All right. Well, you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see on that. All right. But uh, so the Wolves had a big night on draft night. They did. They did. Very good trade. I really like that trade for them. Reunite Jimmy Butler and Thibodeau. Yep. And now they got a crazy starting five. Who's their center, though? Is it Jang? 
Oh yeah, they gotta stay. Jang's they gotta stay. Georgie, man. Georgie. Georgie, dude. Dude doesn't have to do anything on offense. Like literally, just I would like tell him like just go stay down on the other side. Just, <laughs> stay back on D. <laughs> just stay back on D, man. But you but like, I mean, you need him for offensive boards. But like they yeah. have, because they just signed Teague, so they got Teague, Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, Georgie Jang. Is it Georgie? Yeah, it's Georgie. I always called him Gorgie. Gorgie? Um, <laughs> Gorgie. I mean, Gorgie. Gorgie. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Hey, the, the Wolves might be on TV this year, so maybe we'll find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they might get a little bit of coverage. So, I mean, I think that team's going to be super exciting to watch. I think they'll make the playoffs, too. Oh, they have to make the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs with that roster, I'm giving up on them. I don't really know who they're coming off their bench, though. Shabazz Muhammad, they got. Do they still have him? I feel like they had to let Fairly him go. Certain. Fairly certain they still have him. What about guards, though? Like, They got uh, Tyus Jones. Okay. He was the only point guard on their roster. <laughs> after they got rid of Ricky Rubio and uh, Ricky Rubio and the Chris GOAT. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Too bad Too bad. Uh, Rubio goes to the Jazz to just find out that their best player is like, yeah, sorry, I'm going to Boston. <laughs> I really, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> it happens, it happens. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like they they definitely won that trade. I don't know, like. Well, the Bulls got uh, they got Zach Levine, they got Chris Dunn, and they got Laurie Markkinen, who I don't know too much about. But he's a shooting big man. He's like a yeah. He's like a Kelly Olynyk. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, a pretty good comparison right there. Yeah, I mean, they've always they liked Chris Dunn. They wanted to draft him last year. I know the Celtics were in position to, like, try to get him and trade for him. They seem to really like him. Zach Levine's nice. I'm worried about his knees and stuff. We'll see how explosive he is once he comes back. But, like, you think about it, last year, Levine averaged, like, 18. Yeah, he was close to 20. Yeah. I actually was going to say, I might have a bold prediction for you. Want to hear it? Sure. What do we got? I think Zach Levine has a better chance of making an all-star team than Wiggins and Towns. Well, I mean, I would actually probably agree with that. <laughs> Just based on the talent in the Just West and the East. based on the West now. Cause... I think Zach Levine's going to make an all-star team before Wiggins or Towns. Yeah. I Like, I mean, I'm actually really glad about that. Just, like, now the Warriors have, like, the hardest road to get to the finals. If they get to the finals, they're still going to win because it's going to be <laughs> against the Cavs. The Cavs didn't improve at all. They have no cap space. They're like, whatever, we'll try again next year with the same team unless they make a trade. I would get rid of Shumpert and J.R. Smith, like get them off my team. But well, I mean, J.R. is the goat, though. J.R. was doing well. I mean, he I shot like fifty percent. He was three. just like he was just like I. You know what? I'm putting my shooting sleeve on today. I'm going out there, and he was knocking down threes, man. That last game, but yeah, didn't help him win. <laughs> nah, but that's not on him, you know. Yeah, not LeBron him. didn't pick up the slack, so yeah. <laughs> but back back to the Bulls, like yeah, Chris Dunn. So you think about it, I was like watching a video last night, a guy was talking about how, you know, when you make a trade, you're thinking about points you give up and points you get back. So what Jimmy Butler sure. averaged like 23, 24, something around there. So you're getting 19 back in Levine, possibly 20, being on that Bulls team, like letting them loose. Mm-hmm. But then you got Chris Dunn, who averaged like three or four points a game and barely played. <laughs> barely played. So if you can get him in there and he can average 10, you're getting more points back than you sent out. I would just have liked to see them, like, get more than, than Lori. Like, get a draft pick. Get another one. You swap draft picks. You didn't even get an extra pick. 
And you said no to like the Celtics like three picks. No, like all right, have fun with Zach Levine. Like, I guess you'll sell tickets because he's fun to watch. But you're not going to win a championship in the next decade. And if if they want it, they'll have the uh, 2018 slam dunk champion. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I, we don't need championships. We want a slam dunk championships. There you go. That's what they want. And that's how Mike did it. <laughs> Mike got his slam dunk awards first, then he moved on to the rings. Nah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think Chicago, that might be their thought process. Like, hey, you know what? Let's bring in Zach, get a quick slam dunk trophy, and then so, and then we'll so get six rings. Zach Levine is the next Michael Jordan. I'm not saying he's the next Michael Jordan, but if he wins the 2018 slam dunk championship, the Bulls will win six rings in the, in the next decade. <laughs> they will win six rings. Yep. they got to figure something out. I'll put money on that. Only if he wins the dunk championship, obviously. Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll see, though. We'll see. Bold prediction. I like it. Yep. Uh, let's move on to some some big trades that went down. We just addressed one. Yep. Uh, we pretty much addressed that. Uh, the Lakers Nets one. That the uh, Well, no, no. Yeah, we did talk about that for a little bit. But who do you say? Do you say the Bulls got finessed in that trade or no? Uh, on a finesse meter. Yeah. Of 1 to 10. I say the Bulls got finessed like a 6. Like a six? They didn't get super finessed. Yeah. Because they did get a young talent, like two, like three young guys, actually. Excuse me. Three young guys that, that I mean, Laurie's like unproven because he's a rookie, but Chris Dunn really didn't do much, but I still have faith in him. He's still got a good, like, build for a point guard. He's still, like, from his college days, like you could say, like, the kid can ball. And they got Levine. I just feel like they could have gotten something better, but they were just like, all right, I think it's time to pull the trigger. They let Rondo go, which they good. They needed to do that. You're not gonna you're not gonna bring on Chris Dunn and Zach Levine and be like, oh, we're keeping you, Rondo. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, gotta go young. Gotta keep, go. Keep young. weight around. Keep the OG in the building. Yeah. Teach the young guys, but Rondo's not that tight. You know, he'll yeah he'll mess with them. Yeah. So I definitely think that finesse meter, I would give it a six. The Wolves okay. did finesse them though. How about the uh, Lakers Nets? So the Lakers received Brooke Lopez. And the Nets received D'Angelo Russell and Timothy Mozgov. Uh, finesse wise, I the Nets I I wouldn't want D'Angelo Russell, man. I the the dude is a snitch. I don't want any <laughs> snitches on my team. He's gonna be in that locker room causing problems. He just seems like a diva to me. Seems like a, just a light skinned diva. So would you say maybe the the finesse meter is right in the middle now, but it could get exponentially worse? It could get exponentially worse, definitely. Okay. I'm going to put it around a five or a six for now as well because you also think about it. I think Brooke Lopez is a free agent next year. I think he had like one more year, one or two, two at the most. Something like that. So like realistically, is Brooke Lopez going to sit back and be like, I like my situation in Brooklyn. (laughs) Like I'm going to stay here. No, he's not. So you're going to lose him. So get your young point guard, but why? But did it make why sense to take on the Timothy Mozgov contract? No, absolutely not. But so, I feel like it was like to make money match because Brook Lopez's contract isn't necessarily cheap, and Dylan Russell is still on his rookie deal, so he's not really getting paid that much. So they had to make it match somehow, and they were like, you know what? We just really like Timothy Mozgov. He seems no, really good. I can't. I cannot. He believe was. That they would he say was on that. a championship team. <laughs> I'm gonna have to sit down and have a talk with Jay Z. <laughs> what was going on in the Brooklyn front office? I mean, he's overpaid. Everybody from that free agent class was overpaid. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, they're. They, I feel like they could have gotten a better deal, but they got their young kid. See, why don't? Why not Jalen ball out? Come on. 
Let oh, Jalen yeah. look. He like, should he should be allowed to. But I mean, whatever. I don't. I'm not a big fan of D'Angelo Russell though. So, I actually think the Lakers might have lost this deal. You think so? I think so. And the reason being not so. not because the players traded. You look at the straight up players traded. Yeah, they they won. Like getting rid of Mozgov. They bring Lopez in for a year. They clear the cap space. Exactly. But the reason they had to clear the cap space in the first place is because they messed up so bad in free agency last year when they signed Mozgov. Oh, so yeah. this was getting them out of the hole that they already dug themselves <laughs> into. So did they? Should they really get any credit for it? Um, actually, that's a good point. I don't think they should. And now, like, we'll see what happens with uh, like Paul George. I still feel like he wants to go to LA. Yeah. And Unless they like, win like a ring or get that's to the what I'm saying. If finals, him, conference finals, maybe he stays in Oklahoma. If but Russell, I don't see it. if it's it's, I think it's pretty much up to Russell Westbrook. I feel like if he stays with OKC, then Paul George might be like, all right, I should stay here too. We got some, we got some good young players as well. Stephen Adams is a great center. Love the way he plays. He's gritty, bangs on the glass. It's just, I'm excited to see them play together. That's going to be cool. Everybody's like, if Russell couldn't win with KD, how the heck is he going to win with George? All right, well, Russell Westbrook is on a new level now. After he won that MVP, I mean, I always like I always And felt it's not like, like he couldn't win with KD. They got to a finals. And choked. They were hurt. And it was because of KD. Yeah, well. KD's the one that choked. No, not in the finals. In the, in the uh, Eastern. In the East? Western Conference Finals, yeah, when Western, they lost to Warriors, Western. sure. But in yeah, 2012. When they play the Heat. They were both young. They were young and they were playing the Heat, man. Yeah, I know. And that was tough. But I'm saying, like, they proved that they could win. They could play together. Yeah. So. And KD's and the they one were that hurt choked a lot of years. the Warriors, so. Yeah, he was. So that's on him. Uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. I think OKC has a potential to be extremely good. And I think they're going to be a top five seed in the West. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, like, I, I, feel with like, that. I feel like it's going to be, like, the same, like, top three. I think it's going to be Warriors and then Spurs or Rockets. You can flip-flop them. I think those are the top three seeds. And then when you get to four. Well, we'll, we'll get into this when we, uh, yeah, we, will, we will. get to our predictions in our few weeks before the season starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should but, we move uh, on to the next trade then? Yeah, let's move on. So we got Hawks and Hornets made a deal. Yeah. Shipped Dwight Howard from Atlanta to Charlotte. And in return, they got uh, Miles Plumley, Marco Bellinelli, and Tyler Dorsey. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. If you can explain this to me, I I need help. Charlotte finesse the Hawks. There we go. That's there we happened. go. That's, That's our first one. Finesse. That that right there. I'm not gonna give it a ten because I feel like if it was if it was prime Dwight Howard, that's a definitely a ten. Right now, I'm gonna say it's an eight. It's, it's definitely an eight. An okay. Eight. Because I would say on a scale of one to ten, they got finessed. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, they got finessed. <laughs> I like Miles Plumley is is yeah. the best player you're getting back. You I got mean, Marco a Bellinelli, thirty-five year old Marco Bellinelli. It seems like they just like like older people that can shoot. When they had like yeah. Dunleavy, they had Corver. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're breeding some type of small forward. I don't know what what, don't what are they doing like center now. Like is Cephalosha? I think they're just or not Cephalosha. Not Cephalosha. I mean, uh, uh, Splitter. Tiago, <laughs> I don't know where he's at, man. He's probably down in the Brazilian people. jungle doing his thing. I don't know, but they're in a rebuild. They'll figure it out. Man. To me, this is just a sad trade. Like, remember last year, Dwight Howard going home to Atlanta. He oh, finally yeah. found a spot to settle down. 
They give him a kind of a big contract. They make him kind of a centerpiece of the team, and then they trade him the next year in a cash dump. Like it, that's just not a good look. I mean, yeah. I just feel bad for the guy. He went home. He was really happy to be there, and now there's like, ah, oh, we're gonna get rid of you because we gotta clear your contract. <laughs> Atlanta's scrambling, man. They lost back to back years losing their like they're like key players in free agency. Like they lose they lose Al Horford. They're like, it's okay. Well, like we got Dwight. It's all right. Now they lose Millsap. Yep. They're like, all right. Well. Bye, Dwight. We don't need you. What anymore. happened with Teague? Did they lose him in free agency? Or was that a trade? They did lose him in free agency. So, and they traded Corver. So yep. think about it, they had four All Stars two years ago, right? When they were the the one seed or the two seed in the East. They had Horford, Millsap, Teague, and Corver. All made the All Star team. All of them are gone, and in return, <laughs> they got Mike Dunleavy. <laughs> Miles Plumley now. So, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I lo- I like Dwight Howard on Charlotte. I think that's going to yeah. be cool to see. I think Kemba Walker, uh, him, Nicholas Batum. Uh, they just got Malik Monk. They got Malik Monk. Shooters. Shooters shoot, you know. No, they're going to be good. We'll see. I think yeah. they're going to be pretty good. I think they'll make the playoffs in, the, in the weekend East. So, uh, I'm sure you saw this, but Jimmy Butler got traded to the Wolves, and in a press conference, he gave out his phone number. Oh, yeah. You know, he said, hey, critics, if you got any questions for me, if you want to interview anything, just hit me up. I'll answer these questions. I'll get this off my chest. Stop, you know, subtweeting me, coming at me on media and not saying it to my face. Right. So uh, what, do you, what do you think we give him a call? I think we should. I think if he said to say it to his face, like, let's, let's, let's ask him. Let's get him on air. All right, let's, let's see what we can do. We're going to try to get the Jimmy Butler on the line here. All right, so we got Jimmy's number right here, 773-899-6071. He and better answer. He better answer. I'm we made an appointment with his uh, with his secretary. They said call at 11. Yep. We'll be expecting your call. I feel like we got a pretty good relationship with the guy. So oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll find out. Here we go. Come on, Jimmy. Jimmy? Welcome to Verizon Wireless. The number you dialed Jimmy? has been changed. Is that you? Or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording and Jimmy, that doesn't sound like you. Number and try your call Are you again. kidding me, Jimmy? Switch. What? Zero dash four. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Welcome to Verizon. We're not calling Verizon Wireless. It says Chicago, if Illinois. <laughs> and he, he's in Minnesota now, so this can't be him. What a lie. Jimmy Butler, I got a bone to pick with you now, man. You said we could call you. God. You said. Just when you think you know a guy. Right? Just oh when you think gosh. you know a guy. We were going to get exclusive content. He said he was going to give us a 15-minute interview. We could ask him anything. I was going to ask him, did you or did you not make a move on D-Wade's wife? Because you're in your prime, you might as well. So a lot of these NBA wives are just chasing the guys in their prime. You could have done it, Shout out, Matt Barnes. Shout out, shout out, Matt Barnes. <laughs> he's not even in his prime, and he's still doing it. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's a goat. But, but hey, Jimmy, that's really not cool. That's not professional. Yeah, I feel really disrespected. He also said, uh, I thought he said he was going to give us a cut of his contract, didn't he? It was. It was like a We were going to get 20, 20% each or something? Yeah, something like that. So that's devastating. That's Really awful. devastating. Awful. Real stand-up move, Jimmy. Real stand-up guy. My heart is hurt. I don't know how we can continue now. I know. What? That's <sighs> Should we just end it here? I'm going to DM him. You're th- Jimmy, hey, if you're listening, maybe maybe he's just listening. That's why he wasn't on his phone. But That's true. Jimmy, if you're listening right now, I'm going to DM you. 
and I just I need a response. We're gonna have to reschedule this appointment. You're yeah. really making us look bad, unprofessional. This, on j- here. You're that is so unprofessional of you, Jimmy. That's why Chicago traded you. Minnesota don't deal with that shit, so no. you better get your act together. He's maybe just adjusting to the cold. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cold in Chicago in the winter, though. It's not like a super warm place. I don't know if he's having too much trouble with the cold. He went to school in Marquette, too. So That is true. I mean, get used to it, because that's year-round. He must man. be cold, though. Cold-hearted. Cold-hearted. Turning hearted. us away like this. That's it's 100% cold-hearted. God, wow. devastating. That's awful. But, hey, if we got to do it, we'll move on to the uh, NBA Awards night. Yeah. Try to push Jimmy out of my mind. <laughs> Most cold-hearted. It's going to be hard to sleep, though, tonight. I am I might just give this up. This is not a career for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is, wow. Really turned down by one of the greats. So, NBA Awards night yep. happened uh, a week ago, Monday, something like that, week and a half ago. Uh, we already mentioned Drake was a host. It was pretty good. First one ever. So, yeah. if like you it. caught it, if you caught it, shout out. You know, you were on the bandwagon early. Yeah. I liked it. I liked Nicki Minaj's performance. Yo, did she mess up the lyrics? She probably did. She I mean, did. They all like lip sync and stuff. So no, they. She wasn't though. That's the thing. Like there was, there were sometimes that she, she just straight up was not singing. And I know she had a line because I know the song it was on uh, Two Chains' most recent album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. Shout out that if you haven't listened to it. Yeah. I mean, she's just good to look at. So I don't really care about her. <laughs> She could be she could be up there with no music on, just walking around. I'd be like, yeah, this is a great performance. <laughs> yeah, great job, great job. And I'm sure the guys there appreciated it. Uh, 100%. You see the way James Harden was looking at her? I didn't see James, but I saw oh Bill God. Russell had a glint in his eye. A, <laughs> a sign of a younger man. Yeah. So uh, James Harden was over there looking like he looking at like a bowl of cereal or something. <laughs> He's like, ah. Don't tell Chloe, right? <laughs> <laughs> who who was he with? Was he with Chloe, Courtney? I don't know. I can't keep him straight. I forgot, dude. All the Kardashians look the same. They all act the same. I know he wasn't with Kim, but uh, one of them. I don't know. It might have been Chloe, but she's with Tristan Thompson now, ruining his career. So at least, yeah. at least she decided to let James Harden live. Pray for Thompson. Pray for Tristan. Pray for Tristan. That should be a hashtag. So MVP yep. Russell Westbrook won. Yes. Agree or disagree? One hundred percent agree. You cannot. Not give this guy the MVP after he had the most triple doubles in history in a season. Like he was the Thunder. The only reason they were what were they the uh, eighth seed, seven somewhere six seed there? I think six. They were, the, they were like the lower half. Yeah, they played the Rockets first. They were the six seed. Six seed, yeah. So they're the only reason that they that they were even as high as the six seed because Russell Westbrook not on that team. That's a lottery team. But uh, sure, they definitely had to give it to him. He's the best dressed too. Dude's yeah, he got, won best style. Dude's got style for days, mm-hmm. and he can wear things that other people wear. It they're not gonna they're gonna be like, what are they wearing? Yeah, yeah. But like Russell Westbrook, you're like, wow, that's that's innovative. That when he when he goes to L. A., which we'll see if he does, he's gonna just rule that city. He's gonna kill it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's gonna have so much fun. But yes, one hundred percent, he is the MVP. I feel bad for James Harden because he should have won it uh, two years ago. Two years ago, but yeah, hopefully oh, well. he gets You'll one. Time. I I might have voted for James this year. Yeah, I understand Russell getting it. I like that Russell got it, but I thought James Harden was right there. I thought the clo- vote should have been closer. Look at uh, look at OKC. They're like, wow, 
Kevin Durant won the MVP. Russell Westbrook won the MVP. Now James Harden might. And they're left with just Russell Westbrook. At one point, they had all three. They were like, James, I'm sorry. We want to keep Serge Ibaka. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get rid of you. That was what a mistake that was. Because now Serge Ibaka's over there in Toronto. At least they resigned him. They needed to. Toronto looked Toronto like they looked hopeless, but they got their free agents back, so they're still going to be somewhat like competitive. Yep, they can make moves. But yeah, Westbrook speaking MVP. of uh, the Eastern Conference over there, Rookie of the Year Malcolm Brogdon, Milwaukee Bucks. Totally disagree. I do as well, but I think for different reasons. Yeah, I would say it's Dario Saric. He's like the uh, he was the only rookie this year to He's have. He's like the White Larry Bird kind of. <laughs> the White Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite sure if you've seen pictures of Larry Bird before, but <laughs> we'll move. We'll you heard it here first. Dario Sarge is the white Larry the Bird. The white Larry Bird. But he was the only rookie with at least 5, 20, and 10 games, balled out for the second half of the season. 5, 20, and 10 games, you said? Yeah. Joel didn't get that? No. I saw it up on the, on the ESPN right. or something like that. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I, I agreed that Joel Embiid is the most talented rookie. But he wasn't the rookie of the year. That's why it's the award rookie of the year. If you're gonna say I know, but if you're gonna change it to most talented rookie, then give it to Joel Embiid because that's not even a question. I that still think Savage. Joel might have had a bigger impact on the Sixers than Saric did though. Yeah, the bigger impact was when he was on the bench not playing. Because if he was on the on the court playing, he would have been great. But since he was on the bench, like, oh, take another year. I'm young still. Yeah, we'll see. Well, Greg, hey, Oden, Greg Oden 2.0 there. Joel, get better. I hope you uh, you know get healthy. He's great. I love for next year. Yeah, as a he's personality, so he's incredible. Oh, yeah. He's great for Philly. If he would just like, if his like ankles and knees weren't made of glass, like he'd be great. He also, to me, he seems like a guy that if he made an appointment with a podcast to do an he interview, he would definitely answer. He it. would pick up. One hundred percent. We need it. Let's. I'm gonna DM him. Let's get yeah, him on. Let's get him on. Let's get Couldn't him on. Couldn't get Jimmy Butler. Joel Embiid's better than Jimmy Butler anyway. I'm going to say it right now. I'm Bold. thinking I might buy a Jimmy Butler jersey just to burn it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you uh, You said you brought some other jerseys to burn here live. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, hey, we'll get into that later, man. It's <laughs> it's actually kind of a tough week for me. <laughs> Jimmy's only adding to it. But uh, what do we got? We got Coach of the Year as well. Mike D'Antoni, Rockets. What do you I think? mean, I like it. He deserved um, some recognition because he really, like, shaped that Rockets team. He went out, got who he needed to get. He got the shooters. And now, look at their look at them now after that Chris yeah. Paul trade. I I really think they could be the second seed. Chris Easily. Paul, is, Chris Paul is, is still, he's, like, not really in his prime, but he's still going to be, like, an all-star caliber player for them. They're going to have James Harden. They've got Ariza over on the wing. They're going to have Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon Speaking coming Speaking of which, six-man of the year, Six-man of the year, 100% agree with that. Yeah, that's an easy pick they right there. they got Ryan Anderson chucking buckets. they got Clint Capella down there. Clint Capella is good. Do not sleep on him. Like, they got a good squad. But D'Antoni, yes, I would say he could get it. But if I was going to give it to anyone besides D'Antoni, I would give it to Brad Stevens. And I was disappointed that he wasn't one of the three. That was up there for it because who is it third? It was Spolstra, D'Antoni, and Greg Popovich. Popovich. 
Yeah. Popovich is up there every year. Yeah, he just by default. He, yeah, by default you could just slot him in. Yeah, I don't. He, I don't even understand. when he retires, he might still be up there. I understand. Like, all right, they're like, yeah, we're we're gonna put Eric Spolster up there because the Heat went on a tear at the end of the season. Okay, but you're gonna you're gonna like say like, oh, look at this tear, but look at them at the beginning of the season. But I think that's why he deserved Coach of the Year. No, no, no. Li- listen, hear me out. All right, he he didn't have a good roster, right? That's they not a, a decent. Uh, it's not a, a playoff roster. roster. It's not a playoff roster. In the East, it is. In the East, it might be. But anyway, they they start bad, and whenever to me anyway, when you see a team that doesn't change players, so they got no one new. They didn't lose anybody. It's the same team pretty much. Couple D league call ups, and they went from terrible to really good. To me, that's coaching more than anything. I don't think the players changed their games that much throughout the season. Yeah, I it think could be, I think a lot of it was coaching and. I think there was That's also some of, there was also some like Dragic, Dragic or whatever. He uh, started playing better because he wasn't playing that well at the beginning of the season. Um, Whiteside is an absolute savage. He's a beast. He his story is great. Working at like a Foot Locker or something. Then like tries out. Yeah, he played uh, for like six different D League teams. Yeah, couldn't he, make that's a, a roster. Great story. Now he's a max contract guy. Exactly. So. That just shows you, man. If you're Shout out there, out if you're an amateur basketball player, stick to it. You know, and, and make sure you practice free throws because I'm <laughs> sick and tired of seeing all of these NBA players shoot 60 or worse from the line. Like, are you kidding me? That is the easiest shot. Like, okay, you could you could argue that a layup is easier or a dunk or a dunk is easier. But you are literally standing there with no one in your way, just looking at the rim. You're like 10 feet away. Like, I want to see Drummond. Like, Drummond, dude, like, obviously whatever you're doing is not working. Can you just shoot underhand? Like, you might get made fun of. Huh? You might get made fun of a little bit, but, like, dude, just shoot underhand. You're going to shoot better than 38%. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he has to get in the gym with Rick Barry. <laughs> exactly. That's what he definitely would need 100%. So uh, we had Defensive Player of the Year, Draymond Green. Disagree. Disagree? Yes. Who it's Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard every year, it's right? 100% Kawhi Leonard every year. Yep. If I And I think they proved it in the playoffs. Oh. He left that game against the Warriors, and they just got blown out. So he couldn't that, stop anyone. The Warriors got so lucky for that because if he hadn't gotten hurt, then that series would have went a lot longer. They would have been a little bit more tired. I'm not saying it would have made a huge difference in Cleveland, but it might have. They, you know, KD had a little bit more miles on him. Maybe he doesn't hit that three, mm. that best playoff moment three. <laughs> Which you're still bitter about. Ass. He misses that three. They're still going on to win. You got Isaiah know. Thomas. It's who, two two. Shout out Isaiah Thomas. It would be. It would have been three two going back to Cleveland. You know what happened last year? They just won it at home. You never know what happens. I do know what happens in the worst. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You might know. You might know. But uh, what else we got? We got most improved. Yeah, Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. I don't know. I think it was a, it was a good pick. It made a lot of sense. But to me, we knew what he was going to be this year. Yeah. So it wasn't like a surprise. That most improved player to me is usually a surprise. Like when CJ McCollum went from Six points a game, bench player to averaging twenty. Yeah, like he's the most improved player. I think I he just went from a no name to a star. Yeah. And uh, Giannis, we knew he knew he was a star. We knew what we were gonna get from this year, and he gave us what we expected. So yeah, his numbers went up. Um, 
I don't know if MIP is the way to recognize his efforts this year. I would have thought Nikola Jokic would be yes. a guy I would have voted for. But I mean, maybe he'll win it next year because that man, yeah. that man, can absolutely ball. Triple doubles from the center position, like he's uh, he's awesome. I love him. I have my fantasy team. I might keep him. I no. might keep him over Anthony Davis. I do might. it. Do it. I will. Throw me Anthony Davis back because I got screwed last summer with the keeper system. I mean, you can have him. He's probably – I don't know what's going to happen over there in New Orleans. He did all right. All right? Well, I mean, you're gonna, you got to incorporate DeMarcus Cousins a little bit more than he, he did. He was the number one player in fantasy, even with DeMarcus Cousins. No, nah, he was number two. Behind Russell. Maybe. But, yeah, Jokic, hopefully he'll get it next year because that guy can ball. They got Rudy, yeah. they had Rudy Gobert, or Rudy Gobert up there on that list, too. And, like, you could make a good case for him as well. Rudy I think Gobert, he might be special a, guy. a little overrated, though. People were talking to him about him like he might be the best center in the NBA. Which no, is, no, 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 no. That's, that's he's ridiculous. Top, he's top ten centers. Yeah, definitely. I don't think he's anything crazy special. Who is the best center, then? Would you count Anthony Davis as a center? I wouldn't, but I would count DeMarcus Cousins, and I'd say him. Marcus, I mean, I agree. He's pretty good. Talent-wise, easy, I think. Yeah. Marcus All would be up there. Marcus All, Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> are we talking about ugliest centers, or are we talking about like talented wise? Like, cause he, Joe Kim, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, dude, but you were kind of ugly, man. <laughs> you are kind of. He, he looks ugly. like kind of a like a taller version of Post Malone. <laughs> Oh, that's shaded Taller, Post Malone. More man. athletic Post Malone. He might make a little like a uh, like a heartfelt like track about that if he heard that. Yeah, well, Post Malone's got those vibes to him. Yeah, he does. He's got those vibes. He's got the off of his album. He had a the few vocals. Oh yeah, he's got that. Joe him Noah. He's oh, nice, man. but I mean, he just him and uh, Stephen Adams would make quite a duo. They would. Oh my God, Stephen Adams looks like he's like straight from like. 2,000 years ago with that brow line that he's got. Yeah, he looks like he grew up in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then the <laughs> I don't want to bring up Edith's character again, but I'm wondering what's going on with that oh, whole yeah. like, uh, We got to keep up on that. Yeah, I got to check on that. We should check up My on that. My guy is a character. fugitive. Uh, he's, he's lucky he's in the United States. He's over here just like, haha, I'm making millions of dollars in the United States. Like, yeah. Come get me. <laughs> He's blessed. I mean, he's he could be dead over in Turkey. Instead, he's punching chairs and breaking his forearm over here. So, oh, that was that's, so dumb. That's the American dream. Honestly, you know what he needs to do? He's always going to be a bench center unless he learns how to play defense. And like defense, it is a lot of athleticism and quickness. But defense is also a lot of knowing how to play help defense, especially in yeah. the NBA. And that guy is just like. <laughs> I'm supposed to rebound. Like, no, play defense. Oh, I, I shoot. I shoot three now. <laughs> you want me to shoot? I will shoot. I don't play defense. I don't know what defense is. Yeah, but we want to talk about these single play awards. Yeah, sure. We can get into those. Getting all over the single play awards. So, we had. Um, to be honest, I I wasn't feeling these. I, I don't. Mean, they, they were, were trying to make a show. They had to make a whole award show if they just did yeah. the, like the. They they did have to add some flavor to it to make it longer and more entertaining. But I just thought these were like the the low points. Yeah. Whenever we they were doing these, I was like, ah, we should we should get this moving. Yeah. You want to start with best playoff moment? So the winner was uh, Golden State's Kevin Durant hits pull up three late 
in Game 3 of the Finals. There was also Isaiah Thomas scores 53 amongst personal tragedy and John Wall with the game-winning shot in the East semifinals. I really think it should have been Isaiah Thomas just because, like, this man had just lost his sister. He, he, no, if he had said, like, I'm not playing this game, no one would have said anything bad mm-hmm. because he, he lost his sister and he comes out and he scored game a career was high. Game two, game, game 53 two? points. It was like, it was some, it was earlier in the, uh, I think it was game two. Yeah. yeah. Like, Kevin Durant hits that three. That was a big moment because that was a huge turning point in game three. I do understand the argument that if Cleveland had won that game and won the next one, it would have been a new series. I still think the Warriors would have come away with it. I feel like the NBA is just riding the Warriors' dick, just like half of the other people out here that are bandwagon Warriors fans who couldn't even... Wow, taking names. Who couldn't even name anybody on the Warriors about five years ago. But like now they're like, oh, Warriors. Ben, ben, <laughs> ben since day one. Yeah, since day one of, of Kevin Durant's Warriors tenure. But uh, I really think it should have been Isaiah Thomas. But that's just me. I might be a little biased, but I yeah, I was gonna recon- say uh, recognize. That I don't know man. if you guys are picking up on this, but he's he's picking Boston Celtics players, coaches, moments. <laughs> Even if they weren't nominated, he's picking them. So, well, I should. I'm saying that Brad Stevens should have gotten at least a nomination. He okay. Okay. One seed. That's next fair. one. Next one is a uh, performance of the year. We had the winner as uh, Golden State's Clay Thompson scores sixty and three quarters versus Indiana. You okay. also have pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. You also have Phoenix's uh, Devin Booker in his seventy-point game against Boston, even though he took like forty shots. Still, yeah, I don't know if I could give it to him just because that was. It's kind of a joke. Him shooting. The game was over. The Celtics weren't trying yeah. that hard. He was just taking every shot in the second half. So, yeah. and then we got some, good for him. But the last two were two crazy triple doubles. Houston's James Harden. 53, 16, and 17 versus New York, which is, that's, wow. Yeah. That's like that's like NBA 2K, like, my player numbers. Like, oh, my gosh. And then Oklahoma City's Russell Westbrook, most points in a triple-double ever, 57, 13, and 11 versus Orlando. I I, I kind of agree with uh, Clay Thompson scoring 60 and three-quarters because he was just on that night. Dude could not miss. Yeah, it was... I don't remember all of the specific stats, but he took like eleven dribbles. Yeah, that was like that's wild. wild. What he had the ball in his hands for like less than a minute or something. I mean, it was all just catch like and shoot. yeah, catch, catch and, and shoot. shoot. Everything was so smooth. That's just the way the Warriors run it. You know, you don't have the ball in your hands for too long. You're not an ISO player. If it happens in the flow of the offense, it happens, and you know that they night, have those players that can do that. Yeah, exactly. Steph Curry, that's great what makes the ISO, special. and Durant are like two of the best ISO players there are. Like. They can get you so many ways. Ah, I don't like the Warriors, man. <laughs> but uh, next one is game winner of the year. Uh, the winner was uh, Russell Westbrook versus Denver. That was a crazy three. Yeah. That was so deep. That's an easy winner. That was an easy winner. They got, don't need to hear the other one. They had so. Kyrie versus <laughs> Golden State. And they had Tyler oh, yeah, Ulis versus Boston. Tyler Ulis. That was a dagger, though. That was a dagger. He's like he's like trying to be the next Isaiah Thomas, but I'm sorry, Tyler, you will not be on his level. Wow, they're like That's both tough. like five nine. You just saying that because he hit a game one on your boys, right? No, I'm just saying that because he's chance. Tyler. You give him a chance. Isaiah didn't have a great rookie year. Uh he did pretty well in his second year. Yeah, he's averaging maybe, twenty a game. For maybe Ulysses will next year. Well, I mean, he's gonna be backing up Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> Only if Eric Bledsoe doesn't get hurt, yeah. 
Where's Brendan Knight at? <laughs> I don't even know. He should retire. Like he, he's a meme. He's like a, he's a joke. walking yeah, meme. He's a joke so. in the NBA. Uh, what else we got? I think that was Ritver. No, there's also Dunk of the Year, and the winner was Victor Oladipo versus Atlanta. That was a crazy yeah. dunk. That double pump was pretty crazy. But there's Those are also nice. I would have gave it to Larry Nance because he just like he little boyed like Brook Lopez. Like he that was crazy, and that's from Larry Nance. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I didn't know Larry Nance had bounced like that. Like, oh, yeah. And then there's His also, His pops got that bounce, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then they also got uh, Minnesota, Zach Levine versus Phoenix. That was a pretty crazy dunk, too. He just rose on him. But you expect, like, I mean, not trying to downplay it, but you kind of expect stuff like that from Zach Levine. So maybe that's why he, like, yeah, that's he true. didn't really win it. But I think the dunk category is pretty subjective. I mean, there's so many great dunks. Oh yeah! Every game, every time, night. Yeah. How do you pick three? And you Victor know, Victor Oladipo was crazy. Yeah, I think they picked some good ones, but the category didn't didn't wow me. As yeah. Even even as a, as a Celtics fan, one of my favorite dunks I've ever seen was that alley to J.R. Smith when they were like MSG few back few years ago back when they were he was on the Knicks. He cut it at his waist and yeah, like mailed it. Yeah. Waist. Oh my god! Yep. They needed to have a dunk of the year that year because. <laughs> <laughs> And or how about when LeBron posterized Kevin Garnett? Kevin Garnett, or when he Garnett. posterized uh, Jason uh, Terry? Jason Terry, that was so crazy. He like showboated after. Yeah, him. that Dude, was you just dunked on Jason Terry. Like, yeah, he was like a thirty-six-year-old guy, a foot shorter than you. <laughs> yeah, like wow. Good job, man. <laughs> wow, you're the best player in the world. Good job. <laughs> and then we got block of the year. I, I agree with the winner. In Kawhi versus Houston. Yeah, in the playoffs, easily yeah. the most meaningful. Chris Dabbs was pretty savage. Yeah, him and Hassan, the they just they got that just block steal it, yeah. type thing. So. I like those because, like, you know, blocks are crazy because they're like, oh, wow, like, well, they knock it out of bounds. The team gets the ball back. Those blocks. When they, but those are exciting. That, like, they are exciting. But when you when Dwight Howard that, used to swat that thing like a volleyball into the second deck. <laughs> second deck. Second deck. <laughs> I'm telling you. Closed fist. Oh, wait, magic. He was putting it <laughs> second deck. Yeah. Superman, man. Have fun in Charlotte. <laughs> Nobody wants you anymore. <laughs> Charlotte was just like, let's just be exciting. We're not going to win. But, yeah, I agree with the, the that one. Assist of the year. Again, it's just like the NBA is just like, oh, Golden State. <laughs> Draymond Green. Is Yo, the, it was nice, Kevin though. Durant. That, yeah, but you the know double what? They're trying to take a page out of D-Way's book to LeBron. Yeah, like, well. That was pretty cool. I liked Jokic's no-look pass. That was savage. You don't really expect centers to be making plays like that. Yeah, he had a lot, too. I mean, he, you could have put a up a nifty 10-minute compilation of all the passes oh, he yeah. had. So many no-looks, man. You're just like... But then there's also Chris Paul with that wraparound. But, I mean, CP3 does that every night. Yeah. CP3's out there dropping dimes. All day, every day. Dropping dimes. But, uh, yeah, that Golden State's just all over the place. Yeah, quick pass, and we don't need to talk about them. Yeah, everybody knows. Best style, I would want to mention that Russell Westbrook won that. We did talk about that. Yep. And then Go. <laughs> the other ones were were Iman Shumpert. I'm like, what? what is he doing with yeah, his hair? I don't know. I, I don't mean, know what that is. Sometimes it's a high top. Sometimes he's got the cornrow Kenny look right. going. So. And then D-Wade. What do you think of... Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez making the NBA All Rookie First Team. I have not looked at the All Rookie teams. He that made does the not All Rookie sound First right Team, man. Can you can you read off that first team for me if you have it? Yeah, I got I got it right here. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, who yep. was Rookie of the Year. So uh, Ariel Saric, who got snubbed. Sure. Joel Embiid, 
Needs to be there. Buddy healed. You didn't play that well. I didn't. And then Willie Hurd and Gomez. Wow, that's that's a weak class. That's a weak <laughs> class. I mean, the number one player on and Joel far is Joel. Joel and Dario aren't really even in that class. Yeah, exactly. That's Brogdon, Buddy Heald, and Hernan Gomez are the best players. Brogdon's a great story though, second round pick. Like absolutely, but he, how was he the best player in the draft class? You know, maybe it won't continue that way. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, we'll find out. Ben Simmons obviously is going to be special, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I got one more, one more thing to ask you about. I'm a Celtics Shoot fan. Shoot your shot. I'm a Celtics fan. I'm gonna bring it up. Do it. I'm gonna read off the NBA All Defensive Team. Tell me who got left off. We got Draymond Green. Should Rudy be there. Rudy Gobert. Should be there. Kawhi Leonard. Yep. Chris Paul. Goat. Patrick Beverly. And you're asking me who got left off? Who should have been there? Who, I think. Avery Bradley? Uh, 100%. And, like, the players even talked about it. John Wall was like, that was crazy. Like, John Wall, I think it was John Wall. There was another guard that was like, scoring against Avery Bradley is, like, the hardest thing I do, like, when I play, like, the Celtics. And, like, I play anybody. Like, he is the hardest to score on. Because he his motor just doesn't stop. He's so quick. He'll be on you, like, glue the entire night. I don't see, like, I mean, Chris Paul's a great It's also probably from, uh, comparatively, when they get Isaiah Thomas in a switch on a pick and roll, and then it's, like, the easiest bucket they've ever oh, got. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, it's, it's, like, night and day. Like, oh, I'll just shoot over this guy. Yep. But I feel like Avery Bradley should have made that. Other players think so, too, so it's whatever. That's fair. That's fair. Keep keep trying, Avery, man. You'll get your you'll get your due next year when you get that max contract with who knows. With the Nets. The Nets, Let's go, Brooklyn. The Nets just signing, like, everybody. Like, we in the house. It's going to get matched, but <laughs> let's drive up the price because we can. Otto Porter, what's up? Come to Brooklyn. I really don't like restricted free agency. I think it's good. Helps the teams, you know, they can keep, keep their, their guys. Yeah. But why it don't gives you, just, you like, kind of a feel for what your market is. Yeah. It's, like, annoying, though, because then you have to match it. Like. Oh, yeah. Was better than unrestricted free agency where you're just going to lose them. Yeah. I you actually like pay less to restricted free agency. No, 100%. But it's just like annoying. Like these teams, like, oh, I got to match that. Like if he's a restricted free agent, you know, you should be able to work your own deal with him. If they really wanted, nah. like, if they really, really wanted teams to retain their players, maybe let, like, oh, you got that offer. Like that's. Well, you like, can always do extensions before that comes up. Yeah, but like players nowadays are like, I'm never going to do an extension. Well, I don't know. I don't mind restricted free agency, but anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for yeah. us today on Couchside Sports. All right. So, uh, again, shout out WHUS Radio putting us on. Uh, you'll also be able to find us on iTunes soon. We'll let you guys know about that hopefully in the next episode yeah. or so. Uh, so Jeez. definitely keep tuning in. We'll be back with more uh, next week. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you soon. Peace. Catch you soon.